Hello everyone, it's WDW Happy Hour here. I am Catherine and I'm joined around the table by my fellow podcast members, Holly. Hello. Rob. Greetings. Scott. Good morning. And Matt. Hello. How's everyone doing today? Fantastic. It's a beautiful sunny day. I know. And it's been a while since we've all been together. It has. For our listeners, um, it is a beautiful sunny day out and we have the windows open so you may hear... I don't know. Someone getting hellevaxed. A a crashing aircraft? Oh, no. (laughs) No, you may hear a flying aircraft or some birds chirping because I'm not going to deny us this beautiful, beautiful summer day. You you were denying us. You give yourself so much power. (laughs) Well, usually I shut the the windows, but it's so nice out. It's too nice not to. But anyway, enough about how nice it is. Um, so we're going to begin, as we always do, with a topping it off, um, and I'm going to kick it to me <laughs> to top it off. We never think that through and give it to somebody else to do the no, intro to kick it over to We did it like once. Yeah. Matt did an intro, and we had to do it like oh, never oh again. Oh my gosh, yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah, it was garbage. Yeah, it, it was, was terrible, yeah. It was total garbage. Um... So, my drink is going to come from somewhere where we have never picked a drink before, Um, and I really, really should have done more uh, research on this, but... Kicks it to herself, isn't prepared. (laughs) Is not prepared. Uh, Okay, so this is from the new restaurant in Disney Springs, Haleo, Um, and... What I really, really enjoy is a Shandy-style beer. I love Shandies. Um, And this is called the Clara. Um, And it's a a beer mixed with a lemon soda. And the beer that the Clara is made with... um, This is is expert-level stalling. No. No, I'm just... Do you want it's to all know? in Spanish. She has to translate. It <laughs> so anyway, it's uh yeah, I have no idea. So, I believe it was a lager. Yeah, it is a lager. It's a uh, shandy made with lager and authentic Spanish lemon soda. It is very good. Yeah, it's delicious. Rob and Holly, you guys had it too. Yes, mm-hmm. and. uh did you do it with the fun glass <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. dealy? Yeah, and I was terrible at it. I was like, oh, this is going to be like a beer bong, which I've done millions of in college. Like, so you, you put your lips on it immediately, right? <laughs> well, well, the guy, the, the bartender, I don't want to steal. This is your topping it off. I don't want to steal the, no, go ahead. the thunder. What is the apparatus called? It's called a porong. Oh, uh, I didn't get that. So it's like you kind of like hold it, but you don't. It's kind of like a beer bong, really, and you kind of hold it over your mouth, and it's almost like a community aspect. Like, it's meant to kind of, like, you pass it along. So, like, you pour it in there, and then you kind of... The motion reminded me of a neti pot. Perfect. That's what everyone <laughs> wants to think about. I'm just I'm just saying, like, that's the... Have you ever seen the glasses that prevent you... It's a wine glass, but it prevents you from getting the red wine on your teeth. And it has one of those little, like, yeah. it's almost like a straw. It looks like an elephant trunk, kind of. Um, but you, you're you supposed to, like, pour it away from your mouth and then just, like, tip it very slightly to get it to stop flowing. 
So the drinking part of this is like what makes this so fun. But I actually ordered one in a glass Uh-oh. to start um, because it was really hot. And I was like, oh, this sounds amazing. Just like a cold shandy. Um, and then we were sitting at the back bar on the water and, um, like we were obnoxious cause we were drunk from brunch and like asking the bartender a ton of questions and he was humoring us and we were like, what are those? What are those out there? What are those things? And he was like, oh, that's to put the shandy in and you can do it. And we were like, yeah, what are those? So, um, yeah, it was definitely like, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to do if you're there with a group. Like it's, it's just like a... It's like a party kind yeah, at, of atmosphere. At, at one point, uh, I just I did most of the drinking. <laughs> Holly had a few sips and tried to do the thing, but like, I I just had him put it in a in a cup, a to go cup. Yeah. We weren't there long. We just had one drink each, and that was. Can the I one. make a correction? What the bartender said, I did a better job. Oh, I no no I, no, I, no I'm just saying the amount that oh you definitely did it better than I did because I wanted to keep like I wanted to swallow it. Like I kept as the, you were like yeah, as I'm doing it because like I could chug really well so like but if you do that then it's you're mm-hmm. you're you can't swallow yeah. it without closing your yeah, mouth yeah it's basically so, oh, you can I've seen people do it it's impressive I had a friend who can who could uh, like uh, he could just hold a can of beer over his mouth and just chug it without ever closing his mouth. Ugh. Yeah, Where's you're right. Maybe, maybe if you He's did it dead, more at died. like, maybe if you did it more at like, like, uh, at, but total, not the angle that yeah. you had to do the. Yeah, it's it's the, the glassware. More like a 45 degree angle that's going into yeah. your mouth. Yeah, but it was, yeah, it's really, it, it's, it is fun. It's a good time. I now just can't think about anything but um, filling up a neti pot with beer <laughs> and just, just like wrecking your sinuses. Oh, do you remember the one piece of trivia that he gave us about the restaurant? Is it the translation? Yes. Yes, I was just thinking Were about that because I, I, I said it's a very it. party atmosphere, yeah. and somewhere in the deep recesses of my brain, I was like, yes. So he said they've gotten a lot of complaints because that restaurant's really loud, and he said uh, "haleo" means loud, a like noisy a, party, a, like a noisy commo- uh, like a commotion, a racket. Yeah. I mean, we were there, it closed at 11, we were there at like 10.30, and it was dead inside. It, re- it reminded me, like, that interior, like, when you first first walk in, it reminded me of uh, Morimoto. Yes, with, hmm. like, the hanging. Like and, the... And once you got in the back, you know what it reminded me so of? Yeah, we weren't there. We went to the bar, like, oh, straight right. to the left. Oh, like, to like, the left. When, yeah. Okay. Well, I just thought it was really, really bright. It reminded me of Frontera. Uh-huh. Like just like the real bright colors and yeah. like the, the sun is shining like in really it, like it's I just find it's really colorful and bright. Yeah, so. I'd like to try the food there. I feel. Oh like my gosh, we saw like the pork. Did you see like that pork serving? Like they bring out the whole no, leg. We didn't, and again, sh- we didn't see. They shave off like I'm telling you, like <laughs> la- like a millimeter of meat. The flavor has no place to hide. Yeah, they have like seven <laughs> different uh, quesos. Yeah, yeah. I was so stuffed. I was barely able to drink the beer. Because did you did you drink there? Did you have a beer? Okay, you didn't. You had a Mexican Coke. Yeah, I wasn't topping it off. (laughs) Yeah, Catherine talked earlier about like we were so obnoxious. We were drunk from brunch. I'm like, I mean, I wasn't. I had a Coca Cola. (laughs) I love. Have you had Mexican Coke? It's better. Oh my god. I mean, I'm not really. I was just making a bit there. Yeah, but have you had Mexican Coke? 
I think I have. I think, yeah. It's way better than American. It's American counterpart. Well, anyway, I guess I should, like, wrap this up by saying how much this little thing costs, oh. which I would really love to have. The Poron is $22, which is actually a great value, I think. Plus, it's, like, an experience, especially if you're there like with, you're like, getting, four people. And, yeah, like, you can, like, like, you're getting, like, fun time along. Like, it's not yeah. like you're getting just, like, a huge drink. Like, as much as I do love those moonshine, like, things from Homecoming, like, this is more fun than that. It's a fun experience. Agreed. So anyway, and the bathrooms are awesome. There's that. Too. Really, really cool bathrooms. Yeah, that's true. We took pictures. <laughs> we didn't use the bathroom there. Oh, they're gorgeous. Um, all right, so Rob, you want to talk about news? Sure. So uh, Disney announced 11 new Disney legends who will be uh, officially honored at the D23 Expo in August. So we'll just go through them quickly. And if I mean, most of them are pretty well-known. I feel like last time I didn't know a bunch of them where, like, this is the opposite. So, the first one is... These are in alphabetical order. So, Wing Cho. Um, he was an Imagineer. I've seen him on a bunch of those, like, travel channel shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he was involved with, like, the contemporary Grand Floridian Polynesian. Like, he was there for the Magic Kingdom. Uh, I actually stood in line next to him, like, going through security last at, year. At D23? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know him to see him. Uh, I'm surprised he's he wasn't... Future a future legend, and he's, yeah. go, he's going through the going gen through Yeah. I'm surprised it took him this long. He's been there for 37 years, so wow. I'm surprised it's it's taken this long for him to earn it. Um, next one is Robert Downey Jr. Okay. No, no one. Uh, yeah, John Favreau. No shocker there. James Earl Jones, uh, Beth Midler, yes. Kenny Ortega, queen, queen. what? King, King, Queen. <laughs> um, Kenny Ortega. I I only know from Hocus he, Pocus. He does the the Descendants movies. The, the mm. uh, he did all the High School Musical <laughs> and so Hocus he, Pocus, the best one. And he directed Newsies. Yeah. He's, and High School Musical. Yeah, he's That's what High School Oh. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm I'm reading the the thing and it doesn't mention Hocus Pocus. Oh well, that is his most famous. Credit. Oh, it does. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It does. <laughs> it it was on two different lines. Um, oh, interesting. He's a choreographer too. Yeah, yeah. he loves a, a movie musical. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Barnett Ricci, who was a chore- who dat? Uh, choreographer at Disneyland. Choreographer. That's what they have. That's choreographer. What... Oh, yeah. They're doing choreography. I knew that. Um, I, you when he gets, when he gets a fever, he uses a thermometer. <laughs> choreographer. You're like, that's what it says. He grabs choreos. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's what she's known for. Um, I, I'm trying to read through here quick. There's nothing. Look Robin like Roberts. Okay. Uh, and Diane Sawyer. Well, like ABC's. ABC wow. News. Yeah. Ming Na Wen, who's known for... Sci-fi stuff. Yeah. Uh, she's in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which just seems weird. There, there's other stuff. Um, she's done... Oh, 
She did Mulan. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what she's known for. Yeah, she's yeah, she's, yeah, she's an actress. But but like, clearly, you haven't seen Stargate Universe. They don't, oh, but like, you would think that would lead Mulan. the bio. Boom. Yeah. Like, but it's like currently be seen on ABC's uh, Marvel's Agents of Shield. No, like she she was the lead for Mulan. Like, put that as the first sentence. So that's why I'm trying to like read through these things. Uh, and then the last one is Hans Zimmer, which is yeah. really cool. Um, he is the uh, arranger, what? Uh, composer? Composer, yeah, of, I mean, there's so many movies that... Pick your favorite movie out of that list, Rob. A little fun trivia game. Um, from a sound standpoint or just the movie standpoint? Movie standpoint. It actually has, like, one of my top five movies of all time. What is it? Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide? <laughs> yes. I've never seen Crimson Tide. Is that Denzel? Tide. That's Denzel. That's Gandolfini. That's um, Gene Hackman. Um, what a cast. Uh, Vigo. Oh, the V. Yeah, the, 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 the cast is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> is that um, like a naval I get thing? that yeah. confused with the Hunt for Red October. No, this one's better. This one is so good. They used to have a huge, like, wall-sized movie poster of this back in the day when you went into Catastrophe Canyon. When okay. you were waiting yeah, to, it, it for that stunt 95. show thing with the water. Yep. What Disney properties is um, he attached to? All of the... Um, um, oh, is he pirates? pirates? Yeah. yeah, pirates. Uh, Iron, uh, Iron Man. Um, the Lion King. Oh. Instrumental that score. Rice? That wasn't just race. Like he's uh, he's also Gladiator and the Dark Knight trilogy, oh, okay. which is just he's like, one of those people that you're like, oh, it's not John Williams. Yeah, it's right. probably Hans Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, like they they both do those. Like, big... oh, he did he did The Rock in uh. 96. Yeah, he had a good decade. And he's <laughs> d- he did the this year's Lion King. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. Nice. Yeah, you guys should check out Crimson Tide if you haven't seen it. I think it's pretty high on Rotten Tomatoes, too. Just, well, there you go. It's not just, <laughs> that's, just a, that's just a plug. <laughs> You're listening to WDW Happy Hour, the, the world's premier Crimson Tide podcast. <laughs> I love that movie so much. <laughs> Denzel's really hurting these days. I'm glad that you're here to, you know, to play him. So you know he can he can stay and work. What else do we have, Rob? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot who's doing. You were just looking up Crimson Tide trivia. I was. Or, I, I mean, was. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I was. 88. Okay. I got great. There. there you have it. Great. Um, so we got some details on the new signature dining experience coming to the Japan f- Pavilion at Epcot. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll destroy this name. Takami T? Okay. We're not looking at I would say Takumi. Takumi T? Takumi T? Tai? Wow. T-E-I. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to open this summer. It's a signature steakhouse. There's going to be the interior is going to have different themed rooms. So there's a water room, a washi room, wood room, stone room, earth room. Um, Wind, water, heart. <laughs> what is this, Captain Planet? Planet. I'm just thinking has that this, little kid with a monkey. I'm thinking this isn't going to be very big. Or at least not have many tables. The smaller um, it is, the more expensive. Yeah, it's, they're calling it upscale. Wagyu beef uh, will be okay. the highlight, which is Sounds not cheap. Good. And it is also, it wasn't part of this, but it's going to be... Okay, here's a trivia question for you. Okay. I know Catherine will get this one. I'll, I won't chime in, though. Um, this will be the second 
restaurant in World Showcase with a dress code? What is the other one? In World Showcase? In the World Showcase. Anyone? With a dress code. With the dress code. This will be the second one. There's one other. Okay, well, it's not... It's not Le Cellier. Right? <laughs> yeah, I can tell we're off to a great start. I don't think it's Chef. Oh, 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 um, um, whatever the one upstairs is at France, uh, I forget what it's called. The um, that'd be Monsieur Paul. Monsieur Monsieur Paul. <laughs> yes, yes. So this will have a, a dress code as well, hmm. which yeah. is like the cat, like yeah, the I mean, sees like yachtsman dress code of like you know don't wear flip flops and athletic shorts, but you can wear yeah a, the. Tank, no tanks either. I yeah, think. it's. I mean, you're not talking cack. It's not like Club Thirty Three no, or no, like no, no, pants no. or anything. <laughs> and so. I honestly no don't think they really no enforce that anyway. Like, right. But you know, don't look like really, really beat up going Frumpy. in there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in general, I think I think don't look really beat up. I don't like, know if on a it's 105 yeah. degrees. I looked like a pile of hot garbage the day we left. <laughs> yeah, we were there all day Sunday, and we looked like hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll stay at Epcot, and there. This is rumor, rumor in capital letters, quotation marks, because Diz Twitter melted down over this one. Um. There's a rumor that the seas and the land pavilions will be demolished by 2024 and 2026. Are people that upset about that? Oh, yes. Yes. The, the, this is, so this is from WDW News Today. And, uh, I mean, it was like short of death threats to these <laughs> people for reporting this. And they've been spot on with, like, a lot of their rumors. So... Um, this is, this would just be in the continuation of, you know, changing future world from what it is to, there's no indication of what would go there. Um, the one thing is Soren would stay and have its own entrance. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm fine with it. But what, what about living with the land? No, it would go. I think, I think everything. Yeah. I mean, like. I like living with the land, but like, I'm not, I'm not attached at the hip to it. And also, the thing that that would be the worst is uh, losing Sunshine Seasons. That's the biggest fatality out of all of that. I mean, yeah, okay, I like going to the aquarium and looking at. I mean, all the, the fish, fish that are gonna die when they drain it. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah, they're just gonna demolish it with all them in there. <laughs> just a bunch of just fish just flopping around. <laughs> they're just gonna open it for fishing. Yeah. I would definitely. I thought of manatee. I would definitely God. miss living with the land as God. well. Me too. Um, I I don't know. There's something about the seas pavilion I find very iconic to like to Epcot. Like yes, like that is like original Epcot. Very like you think of that. It was in all of like the '90s sitcoms. They had the seas pavilion, and that that tank is. It, I want to say a statistic, and I could I could be wrong. I think you can fit five spaceship Earths in the tank and in the seas. And Uncle Joey and Uncle Jesse did their radio show from inside the tank. Yeah, I know. But that tank is so huge, because if you think about it, it's outside the restaurant. It's, you know, one of the walls of the restaurant. And then it's the entire, like, seas 
playground area and then it's the end of the Nemo ride like it is huge so here's my you're you're describing where I think why they're doing some of this these two pavilions probably cost a boatload of money to maintain especially the seas especially the seas yeah yeah there are so many animals in there that I mean just like the testing and like yeah I don't know what those are like science those are like the animal kingdom level like zookeeper slash like those aren't like regular cast members either working and I mean it's that's not a pavilion that eats people no I mean this the ride itself is what usually a walk on at the most thirty typically yeah um the coral like the coral reef isn't like. I don't I mean, even. You could remember almost that. always get a. I, I I can't even like. There are so many trips I don't even go into. No, the that's why I'm trying to think of the last time we actually like went in there, mm-hmm. and I can't I can't remember. What's nice about this though, and it's kind of like the the Magic Kingdom thing where like the stones are getting dug up with the people's names, where you can like go and like buy like a commemorative stone. Like you can give like ten bucks and you can take home a shark. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so you don't ever have to really miss it. You know, the one thing that I don't like about this, though, is the number of things that are actually science-related at Epcot are really dwindling. Mm -hmm. Because, like, Test Track, I don't really count. Nope. Soren is science-adjacent, I guess. It's geography-ish. But, like... About imagination. Uh, you're right. Well, like it's it's everything is like a stretch to say like it's science yeah. Like related. living with the land is a science thing. Yeah, the yeah. seas are a science thing. But mm-hmm. if you take those away, it's you know you kind of have to really stretch it to make I, the case. Well, it's, it's like, aren't all rides kinetics, Scott? <laughs> it's uh, JPEX put an IP on everything. Is what it's coming down to. I think. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. I don't like that at all. No. No. Um, especially Epcot was like that one. Yeah, that was not character heavy. Right. That was more like educational it, or you know, worldly. And I think that's why people were so, had such an uproar about Frozen. Whether or not they, they knew it or not. It was like, oh, well, you're taking out the Maelstrom, which is that original property, and slapping an existing IP on it. And it, I think that they're so pissed, not necessarily because of that specific ride, but the implication for the future of, like, okay, well, that's, like, the first step in just, like you said, slapping an IP on, on any existing property, an existing ride or attraction. So... Good segue. Can't wait. So it, 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 I knew you were going for this one. In every effort to put an IP on anything. I love, another I love rumor, this story. Rumor, uh, capital letters. Um, there's a rumor that the wave is going to be rethemed. The Incredibles Steakhouse. <laughs> the the uh, the like fan art that was like made. Some of the fan art from this has been so funny. Like, I. I don't understand it. It, it, it. So this is, this is, I'll read you. It says, it is no secret that a mandate has been made to those in Walt Disney Imagineering and management at the parks and resorts that the goal is now to leverage IPs wherever and whenever possible. <laughs> so this, this one was like, wow. I hope this was a joke. How about just like, do better at doing that? Like I could walk through the park and do a better yes. job of slapping IPs on stuff. 
But like, you guys know the movies better than I do. So like, the, the Incredibles, is there like a steak? Like, there's nothing like that would no. lend itself to a steak. There's no. I mean, like, there. Like, as far as food is concerned with that movie, like burgers there's and a, cookies. There's a giant food. cookie, and they like. There's a dinner table scene. I don't recall what they were eating in the dinner table scene, <laughs> but like, there's so many other properties where like there's at least like a big like food component it's so weird it's it's the, bizarre the only thing i can think of is the contemporary itself yes. the resort it's modern yeah it's the mid-century the, modern which was yeah, the whole and second kind of like incredible well, okay so so okay so that, that's and that's where i was thinking like it's maybe it's not called the incredible steakhouse but they use that aesthetic I'm thinking, like, you, you know, oh, yeah. you, you haven't been calm. on Credit Coaster, but when you yeah. get off in Credit Coaster, they had that, like, living the room scene. The living room with Edna, yeah. Right? So, like, if you use that aesthetic and that decor style yeah. and just made it a steak, I could see, like, but not call it the incredible. No, if you're you shaking did, your head. I feel like, like if you're doing something stupid like this, you should just lean in. <laughs> Screw it. Call it the Incredible Steakhouse. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna do it and be like, it's inspired by the the art style of the Incredibles. Okay, that's dumb. Just then, then lean all the way in. You know what I, just I want in Disney. If you're listening, this is what I want. If you're gonna do this, you do a Monsters friggin' Inc. sushi restaurant. That is oh, what I yeah. want. There is no good sushi on Disney property except for Kimonos. It's the only place where you. Oh, right, Morimoto, too. Uh, not in the parks. Um, mm, yeah, not in the parks, I guess. Rethink Morimoto. The, where would you <laughs> yeah, oh, God, don't give him an idea. I, I think I... Um, I could see... What if they redid, you know, at Kona, how yeah, they have the say, little yeah. counter there? No one ever eats there. Make that just, like, a Monsters Inc. counter. Like, like it doesn't have to be a huge restaurant. If you just had that little bit of... Animatronic squid. Oh, of course. And I you could, have to have the smell of ginger. I could see this fitting into California Adventure. Yes. That like is where, where the yeah. attraction is. Yeah. Like there's, Take the attraction dead, out. It's all dead space back Because that's there. the best part in that run. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is the best part. Mike Wazowski, how could you? <laughs> and on my birthday. <laughs> True. Oh, True. boy. So, wow. Yeah. We're free to, you know, consult... Absolutely. Yeah, we are. I mean, we're not free. No, it costs right, a lot of money, we're free, but we're available. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, I will say, I, uh, this is what I said to Rob when this came out and we were talking about it, is we have just, our most recent day, we were at the Contemporary. And the, the Contemporary is severely missing, in my opinion, like a mid-level eatery. I think that's what the wave is. And I feel like... Sort of. It, yeah, like so. But it's the, almost too high end. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So they don't have. You're either eating in a cafeteria, or you're eating in a really nice restaurant at, at the Contemporary. Yeah, they need which, an approachable mid level sit down. Yeah, um, it. Yeah, it's. It, that's, what, what is an entree run there? I, I'm not at the cove with the, uh, at at the wave. wave yeah, um, like twenty. Okay. To thirty dollars, like mm. you get the pork chop for twenty one, twenty two. I think. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So really? That's not too bad. I mean, you could get. I mean, I think that their entrees yeah, up to like look, fifty. But then you go up to like, like I think Kona is like my okay. my gold standard of like the Polynesian is a gorgeous hotel, and that you're spending good bucks if you're staying there. 
but you have somewhere to eat that's not you're not breaking the bank you don't have to go to ohana you don't have to go to spirit of aloha you can eat somewhere and they have the great quick service which i don't think the contemporary has either yeah. so they, they cafe need to is the, up is the, the ideal yeah when i say like approachable mid-level okay. sit down kona it. cafe is perfect yeah all right and then lastly we'll go back to epcot um this hasn't officially come from Disney, but it's not even labeled as a rumor. But the a Brazil pavilion will open in Epcot in 2022 with no attraction. So, uh, based on the map, it's going to be placed in between the current Germany and Italy pavilions, uh, which, talking beforehand, means the cute little train, uh, train set. the Romantic set. Road. Yeah, it will be. Basically, that's this is exactly where it would go. Those basically start at those bathrooms and move uh, in between there. Where are so. the little lizards gonna be able to catch a ride? <laughs> They're gonna go to Carnival. Um, <laughs> it seems like a small track when you look at when you look at the map, and I, I, I guess I understand the no attraction, like what lends itself to Brazil. I don't know. You do an Amazon. Rainforest ride, yeah. Make like Navi River Journey better, <laughs> and then just move it over. <laughs> just like pick it up and put it there. I imagine. That's I mean, what I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe being uh, uh, a they little. Did uh, some, they did some stuff with Brazil and Saludos Amigos, but that's in Mexico. I, I, like the three. Uh, they did ABC. They went to Argentina, Brazil, and Chile in the one um, like short. Was it's? I think it was. Saludos Amigos, but yeah. that had the three caballeros in it, and they're like, they belong to the Mexican pavilion <laughs> now. Yeah. Although, do they? Because maybe Mexico is switching over completely to Coco, and they don't need them anymore. Oh man. Maybe they could do like Carnival. That's yes, what I was the, thinking. That's what yeah. Scott said. I could, I like that because like I, I'm thinking like New Orleans Square yeah, right yeah. now, and I love New Orleans Square. I, I'm thinking something that. similar to. I I know I'm being. Like the Mexico Pavilion, that dark, like interior, like that, but like make it. Isn't Carnival like all kinds of like? Do they do floats? floats and, yeah, and dancers. Like, yeah, so, bright colors. Yeah, people on. Stilts. And you know, honestly, the Mexico Pavilion is so amazing. It's one of the best, if yeah. not the best. And it really doesn't have the biggest footprint. It's kind of a small pavilion, yeah. like compared to like. Freaking Morocco and like China go back so far. It's true. And like, I mean, I'm sure the the space is a lot bigger because there's a ride in it, and like the show building probably sticks out. But if you're thinking like, if not like, if you cut it off at the back of the volcano, like that's not a huge building. So like, you could fit a lot like in an interior. Yeah, like you, that. you you overlook the outside. You got the quick service. And yeah. the tables, like if you, yeah, that takes a pretty big. Yeah, but thinking too. like what's laid back yeah. in the loop of the world showcase. That building does go back far. Yeah. I mean, it's almost touching test track, like yeah. the Mexico. But I, I get your point. I, yeah. I get your point. Yeah. And listeners, I'm I'm almost positive that in a in a previous episode, um, it was like I think a predictions episode or something that Scott said. That he thinks that we're going to get a Brazil pavilion. Heard it here first. Yeah. Oh, I'm this almost, was, this was I feel out like that was like I feel like that was like forty episodes back that you said that. I feel like it was a while ago, and you were like, "I bet you, I could see us." I think you said the most logical country that they would add would be Brazil. 
Well, the rumor was for D23 Expo 2017 that two would get, Brazil and Spain would get announced. So people were kind of surprised when they didn't. Um, but I, I'm assuming the, this might be a D23 announcement. Brazil, I think, was tied up with regards to, like, um, international legislation. Like, there was, like, some kind of... Uh, that's where a lot of these get tied up because they're funded. Uh, not anymore. I don't, Morocco was. Morocco I, was, but, and I don't think they are anymore. I don't think there are any anymore. I think Brazil might be. I, I, I don't. There. This is that is such a begone. Uh, like that is such a thing of the past that they did. Like that was the hope for Epcot. Like, oh, yeah. these countries are going to fund us. We can and, like, boost tourism. Them, right? yeah. And and have them like sponsor us. And countries are like nah. Yeah, they couldn't in, in get Bra- anybody. Brazil's a hot mess politically too right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the I two that think- they need at this point, they could use an India yeah. pavilion, and they also need something from sub-Saharan Africa. I mean, Morocco is the refreshment port. Doesn't satisfy. It does not satisfy <laughs> me. The Bodhi. I'm, I'm being sarcastic yeah, about that. Uh, Madagascar, the the Katzenberg, uh, oh god, collaboration South, we South did South over in the middle of the, uh, the, the lagoon. South Africa has a ton of culture and yeah. like, you know, I, I that would lend itself well. But Kenya, I yeah, mean. but that's it. All right, cool. So um, our main topic this week is uh, all five of us have been to Disney World in the last month, in the last two three weeks. Um, Robin Holly just got back last weekend, and uh, me and Scott and Matt were there for Memorial Day. So we're just going to talk about our trips and like what we did. So Robin Holly, you guys want to take it away since it's fresher in your mind? Sure. Um, so we stayed at a well, I sh- I sh- a resort I had yet to stay at. You stayed there as a kid, nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ninety. Four ninety three. Uh, okay, Hits so when it was dead. fairly new, that's, about yeah. when, that's back yeah. when I was there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we stayed at Caribbean Beach, um, first time. Um, so let's speak to the resort first. I guess mm-hmm. it's itself um, enormous. Like when people talk about like Coronado being large and you know Riverside, this I think is like is like double the size of it. Just felt. Wow, Huge. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's a million bus stops. There's like it, ten bus stops. And the way, so it's it's difficult to judge because I don't know if the configuration they have today, given how the Skyliner stations going in and the Riviera is being built, I don't know if it's a finished product road wise. And I was trying to figure that out when we were on the buses. Because basically, we were in Aruba, which was the last station going out, and the bus did a U-turn, which hmm. you don't usually yeah, see. Yeah, that doesn't happen a lot. Um, and then you did, like, we did two other U-turns coming back from the park. I bet you're right. I bet you they're probably in a state of flux as yes. far as transportation. So I'm going to give it, like, a little bit of a pass on that to see if that changes. Um, but again, it's still enormous. Like, where we were staying in Aruba, I don't even know if you could have walked to the main but. You probably could somewhere, but like, <laughs> luckily we had a car and drove. And it's not like Coronado is like a big circle. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like yeah. okay, and it's, and it's I open. know that. You can see is, everything. Yeah, but I feel like these this are like lots of 
lots of trees, lots of foliage, like hiding things that you, and it's just like, they're like little islands. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is, it, it's uh, narrow and long mm-hmm. as right. opposed to like circular yeah. or oval or anything. Yeah. Um, so the room itself, I can, you could have put this room in Coronado, the old Coronado. Yeah. The, yeah. The, not the new, Not the new ones yeah. that, that they have now with like the, the yeah. laminate and stuff. You could have put this room in Coronado and not known the difference. So, like, look the same. It had, like, the sliding wooden doors that Coronado had. It was fine. It was quiet. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind it. Um, they have new mini fridges that, like, light up now. Hmm. It has a glass door. Oh, huh. Yeah. That's fancy. So, um, yeah, that was, that was fine. Um, you don't see many people around. Like, I felt like it was just quiet. It's nice. Yeah. Um... The lobby area is all redone. That's really nice. The the shop there, Calypso Trading mm-hmm. Post. Yeah. Nice and big. Um, but I felt like everything was, like, clustered really close. Like, you walk in, shop's there, then you got um, check-in to your left. What was to the right? The right is quick service. Mm-hmm. Uh, Centertown Market, I think it is. And then, like, you step outside, and, like, 20 feet to your left is the pool. And oh, like you just is, got like kids like close. screaming and like running around like how it, dare they? Yeah, like for as much space as they have to like put it all like in that one clump, and then like so we we had dinner at Sebastian's Bistro, and like you have to walk around, and it just felt like cl- cluttered, like yeah, just okay. I, I don't know. I, how'd you feel? Is that's not to say it was bad. Right, I'm just no. I'm just thinking like, you I'm know, just like, trying to think of the word like, it's very jumbled. Yes, um, yeah, um, that's a good word. So um, it's like boom, you have the and then this thing's over here. And it, but I'm I'm thinking I'm just I'm saying more negative than positive, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> like maybe as an overall, like what do you give it? Like a six and a half, seven. Mm-hmm. That's maybe right. Seven. Yeah, it's not uh, bad at all. No, mm-hmm. no. Um, so, but we did. It's eat good the, to look at these things through a critical lens. The, the highlight by far was our meal at Sebastian's Bistro. So we had dinner there Saturday night. Um, so now, we, uh, explain so, to me: is this is um, a mid-range eatery? It's a high-end? What, what is no, it? I would I would consider this. That's why I was asking you what you consider the wave. It, so it would be similar. Um, their entrees run from. A, a jerk butternut squash, so like a vegetarian meal, seventeen dollars, up to a citrus stuffed sustainable whole fish, which is thirty four. Oh, that's that's okay. yeah, yeah. So like the two entrees that Holly and I got were twenty five and twenty two each. Okay, that's totally so, reasonable. Okay. Yeah, um, and I, I mean I could even tell you how much we paid like once we go through. So this faces the, it's like on the water. I don't even know what the, that water body of water is called but it's like on the back side of water w- nice <laughs> no, no. when you walk out well where to- we were sitting you could actually see the riviera yeah you could you had like a perfect like panoramic view hmm. of of the riviera like we saw the pool and the slide and everything that they're building oh, wow. for that cool yeah and it's not far um mm-hmm. so we started so they're known for their caribbean pull apart rolls and this is going to sound like a knock, but it's not. You ever have uh, 
the Pillsbury Grand biscuits. That you know how they get like all like the layers, yeah. like they were like that but vertical. Yes. Huh. So you pull them apart like this. That's incredible. That sounds delicious. Yeah, and they are. Well, I said to Rob, I'm like, this is like up Catherine's alley. Yeah. yeah. Bread. <laughs> bread. Bread. And the bread sauce, the dipping. Bread. So, so I, I watched some videos and I wanted to know, like, okay, what am I going to get here? Because these are a lot of flavors and things that I'm just not super familiar with. Caribbean food, it's not like you get this every day. So, this appetizer is four rolls I'm like I don't want to eat two rolls each and like all that bread like I want to drink and like yeah so I asked the the waiter um, can we just do a half order he's like sure so I'm like uh like are they just gonna how much are they gonna charge you so it ended up being so the the four rolls are twelve dollars he charges five dollars for two wow yeah yeah, it's really Could nice. I get yeah. two half half orders <laughs> yeah. of rolls? So, um, and then it, it comes with guava butter, uh, mango chutney, and Jamaican jerk oil. I thought they were all really, really good. The, the guava butter, people compared it to the Texas Roadhouse, like cinnamon butter. Mm. But I don't, I don't no. think it's no. I didn't think it was. It was like that. Okay. I thought it was better. Mm. Like yeah. Like sweet. What? It had a sweet. I didn't even taste cinnamon in it. No, I know. That's why I didn't know why people were comparing it to that. But I thought it was really good. The oil was ridiculously good. Even the mango chutney was I feel was like good. they have one like that at Sanaa. Like with the pieces yeah. of mango yes. in it. Yeah. But it was nice because like the 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 rolls pulled apart so like thinly that you got like a bunch of pieces. Mm-hmm. So it's like you could like keep eating the, the three different things and get like a lot of flavor from those on nice. just like a little piece of bread. Yeah. So that was a highlight. Uh, you want to talk about your main dish or, or you want me to? Well, did we get an appetizer? No, a crab was, cake. Oh yeah. Oh man. Oh. Oh. So we also so we also split the crab cake with uh, watercress salad and herb and mayonnaise. This thing was it was first of all it was, it was no even, joke. It's fourteen dollars, which sounds like a lot. But I mean, this thing was like huge, like eight inches. Ooh. Yeah, That's I mean, a big crab cake. Yeah, and it was a ton of like you could see the crab. Like sometimes it's all filler and binder yeah. and junk <laughs> like that. But you saw giant pieces of crab in it. Mm. Phenomenal. Even the the salad was like really good that came with it. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. And then our entrees. Um, you want to say what you had? Ah, uh, yeah. I got the slow cooked pork shoulder. It was served with black beans, cilantro rice, corn tortillas, and mojo sauce. Mojo. Mojo sauce. I thought it was really good. Um, Corn corn tortilla, whatever, was really dry. Um, When they brought mine out, they kind of, two of them fell apart. I'm like, seriously. And they went and got me better ones. But, Mm. um, I mean, my meal was good. A little... I wish I would have had, like, more flavor, I think, to mine. I just kind of felt... The pork looked a little dry. Huh. Yeah. Okay. But on the other hand, I had jerk chicken, which is basically just, like, Jamaican jerk chicken with black beans and rice and marinated vegetable ribbons. <laughs> this was... He this, raved about it this the was entire un- time. I think it was chicken thigh, boneless chicken thigh. But, I mean, this I didn't even... Like, I could have, like, just used a spoon to like it was so soft and just basically fell apart 
which chicken is weird. And it was completely cooked. Like this, it was it was ridiculously wow. good. It yeah, sounds and, awesome. Yeah. And twenty two bucks. We did the drinks do this. were great too. Yeah, I, I didn't know if you wanted to touch on drinks because I know mine. Mine made, might be a topic. Yeah, I will save them. Yes. Yeah. So a, a definite like I would go out of my way to go back here huh. easily. Um, nice. I just want that crab cake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Even if you just went for a couple appetizers, like they do have a uh, grilled jerk chicken wings. So like, if you went with like a couple people and just went for lunch, but they don't. It's not open for lunch now that I'm saying that. Oh yeah, it might but, be like, more feasible once that skyliner opens up, and you can just kind of go there and yeah, to Epcot area. Yeah, um, but highly, highly, this was one of the best meals I've had on property. Wow. Easily, yeah. So and it it was. I don't want to say it was dead because our reservation was five and it opened and there was like maybe one other table they were sitting. Filling them in. But then by the time we were leaving at six, you know, half the restaurant was probably filled. So nice spot. It's nice and airy and clean in there too. Like you could tell it's new. Um, so and the service was really good. Highly recommend that. You guys want to talk about like yours or I mean. Yeah, sure. Um, As Catherine mentioned earlier, we stayed at the Contemporary. We've never stayed there before, and it was incredible. Our room was amazing. It was incredible. The wave. It's that smart wave. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't need the wave. Um, No, our room was so great. Like, I was really blown away by it. We we really lucked out, and we got a theme park view. So, I mean, we we looked at our balcony. We were on, like, the ninth floor, I believe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you look out your balcony, and there's just the castle and uh, Space Mountain. And then to your left, you could see um, Expedition Everest in the distance. Like, it was just... Wow. Yeah, it was was really awesome. Yeah. It is. And you could also see uh, Pandora. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. But, yeah, I mean, it was awesome. I, I really... I really liked staying there. I mean, it is... The rooms are big, too, right? The rooms are huge. We had a... We did a king room, and then we got, like, we had the couch. Like, it was huge, to the point that I was, like, everyone else we were with, I was, like, just come up and hang out, because, like, we could get a six-pack in the, like, in the store, and that's cheaper, and, like, (laughs) the view's better in our room than anywhere else in the contemporary. And you can watch the fireworks at Magic Kingdom from your room, and, um, they have a... Uh, channel, channel on the TV for fireworks, mm-hmm. so it pipes in the uh, cool. the audio. Yeah. And when we arrived, they had like a little plate of like chocolate covered strawberries and macaroons, and like macaroons a- and a chocolate monorail. <laughs> like the it's like the front of the monorail car, like a mold. Yeah, it was in a room. Yes. Yeah, it was a tray waiting for us when we when we when we like, got into the room. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was so <laughs> weird, and we. We took a late flight that night and ended up getting like delayed and delayed. And when we got in, we were like, "We need to eat like quick." So we didn't even get to our macaroons. We didn't get to our room until like maybe midnight, and like we were like, "Oh my gosh!" we are eating these even though it's very late. I know it was it was a wonderful surprise. (laughs) Yeah, it was. We ended up eating at a like a ton of new places. Catherine already mentioned. Well, we went to Haleo. We didn't eat anything there, but um, Catherine talked about that and her topping it off. Scott, do you want to talk about one of the new places where we ate? The uh, Plaza Restaurant. You want me to talk about that one? Yeah. Yeah. So we ate at the Plaza Restaurant, which is right across from the castle off of um, Main Street in uh, Magic Kingdom. It was a lot smaller than I thought. It was very, very tiny. Yeah. But it was, it's interesting because it kind of mirrored that 
um, across the way there's the Crystal Palace. Uh, It's that same sort of a theme to it. Where it's kind of like, I don't know, what, 1920s or something like that, I almost? Think, I think turn of the century. Turn of the century, yeah. Uh, what the... No, uh, nouveau. Uh, art, art Nouveau. Yeah, that's right, song. yeah. Yes. But we were all, you know... It was funny because Catherine had a beer and was like, can you get a picture of it in front of the castle? Like, there's a few places, like you said, that uh, you can yeah. get picture a picture of a beer true. with the castle. Where you can see the cat, yeah. 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 But I had a, um, a hamburger and fries there and a milkshake. Or actually, not a milkshake. It was a um, root beer, root beer float. float. Yeah, it was delicious. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I did. The root beer float yeah. especially. Yeah, that looked really what good. What did I... You got that... Uh, oh, you had that chicken bruschetta sandwich, and that was really good. Oh, my God. That was, that. That so was just good. just like Americana. Yeah, like, it's yeah. very like... Home, like, they have like a... Do they have like a pot roast or like a Reuben, like clubs... Gotcha. Like, I want to like, say there was like a meatloaf. Yeah, I think. No, I don't think so. I don't think there was a meatloaf. Yeah, I think, I think there were it. a few like hot Maybe entrees. Right. I did a wedge salad, which I think was supposed to be a side salad because I was starving after I left. <laughs> there was well, and then everybody else in our party got this like huge strawberry salad. Chicken and, like, salad they, they that looked incredible, I, yeah. and that would be like right up my alley, but everyone else was getting it and I figured I had to try something else to compare because yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I knew that salad was going to be good so yeah and when we were there one of like the main street like little performers performers came in like they did like a little ceremony uh-huh. so it was it was fun yeah it was it was good I mean like am I going to go back there eh. I don't know that I'd go back probably not I'd go back I liked it I, I mean, wouldn't it was, make an effort yeah but where else do you like, if you didn't want to go to a resort hotel and you wanted to eat in the Magic Kingdom, I guess Skipper Canteen is still probably better for a I, sit-down. I think that I'd, I'd rather go there than be our guest anytime. Lunch or dinner, I feel like I'd rather go to the plaza than be our guest. I think, generally speaking, the restaurant quality in Magic Kingdom is way lower than any place else on property. Totally, which is why I'm kind of bumping up the plaza yeah, in my book, because better. I feel like it was really it was good. serviceable, and not everything in the Magic Kingdom is serviceable. True. Yeah. yeah. We also ate, when we landed, we were like all starving, um, and we went to... <laughs> Il Molino, which is a place we had never eaten before in the Swan. And let me tell you, this was absolutely fabulous. I I got meatballs. Um, we did, like, bruschetta. Like, everything there. Portions were huge. Prices were reasonable. Totally. Yeah. And it's a huge restaurant. Like, it really... Like, I only, I only that, see like, the bar, away, like, yeah. the, the straightaway. But then... When you get past that, it goes out both ways around in like really like nice eating areas. Um, I had a uh, yeah. I had a gnocchi and a meat sauce that was incredible, really really good. And and Catherine knows that like when I eat Italian, I, I typically don't go straight pasta. Like I I typically opt for like a meat dish, like ch- like you know a chicken chicken, parm. uh, chicken parmesan or something like that. But I was really craving pasta, and that gnocchi is. Some of the best I've ever had. Really high quality Italian food. And our server for how late it was was um, really attentive and great. I find that when you go to restaurants in off hours, either (laughs) early in the shift or late in the shift, your service is kind of hit or miss. And uh, yeah, it was really great. The the, um, 
the manager came over and, and was talking to us and asking us, you know, and so, yeah, I, I would definitely go back to Il Molina. Yeah, I, I think wish our, I would have overall, been. Whenever you go somewhere really late after a travel day, I feel like your experience is always cheapened because, like, you're at... You're we, not at your peak. We had... Everyone in our party was both a combination of <laughs> hungry and exhausted, and so, like... And or intoxicated. Or and you're like, over. I'm too... You're like, I'm so hungry, but I'm more tired than hungry. I'm too tired to eat, so, like, I'd like to go back at a, a oh, prime man, time. Oh, good bread with oil. Mm. I love Yeah, it. I too it, would like to go there hungry. Or, yeah, I would like to go there hungrier too. And it doesn't seem like a problem to get in there. No, I mean, we I went late, but I don't feel like people are knocking down the door. I mean, that is be- way better Italian food than Tutto Gusto. Uh, like Tutto Italia. Is it Tutto Gusto? Tutto Gusto is the wine cellar. Ah, yes. Anyway. But uh, I-, I think Via Napoli... Still best pizza. Yeah, but that's that's not. A, I wouldn't hold that. Like if I was looking, like if I was running a marathon and I needed to have like carb up, I would go there. Yeah, that would that would be that. my choice. A hundred percent, no no doubt. Yeah, it was great. Did we go anywhere else? Did we? Did... Uh, well, I I I feel like I oh. I want to hear Scott's opinion about the Yachtsman Steakhouse because that was the first time he had ever been there. Oh yeah yeah yeah. My opinion of that, like, I had a really good steak. I liked my steak. I feel like the accoutrements at Le Cellier are far superior. Like the risotto? Well, yeah. Like, I mean, I usually can the get bread. the bread. The bread, like, I mean, that puts the it over the top The bread was good at Yachtsman. It's serviceable, but... But it's not the same to me. Nope. I love the bread at the Yachtsman. They do, like, an onion roll, and then they have the roasted garlic which just goes on like butter and then butter it's so good i i feel the same as as you scott because the yachtsman's in an unfortunate spot because if la cellier didn't exist i would be like this this place is amazing but you have to it it draws comparisons immediately if you've ever been to Le Cellier. And it doesn't help that Le Cellier, in proximity, is very close to Yeah, it's less than a mile away. I will say this. I ate two rolls, my entire steak, and the side that came with it, and I left there hungry. Mm. I mean, I never have that left That seems like Le a youth thing. Well, I, I mean, I don't know... If I, I did get, too, because then afterwards, me and you were like, "We got to go get dessert." Yeah, and we did. And yeah, usually after Le Cellier, I'm always like, "I'm good." I want to die. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, and then I just wanted to make one more note about an eating thing, which is just like I'm shouting this from the heavens. Oh, this is such a life hack. So a. a Scott and everybody in our party, except for Matt and I, stayed at the Dolphin. Um, And the one night, a few of us stayed out really, really late. Like, we were out till 2. And I'm just thinking back on some really late nights I've had at the boardwalk where I've come up with this exact conundrum. In fact, I think the last time... I was there with, like, Rob. We were going to get an Uber to go to, like, McDonald's or something, like, Domino's. Remember when we were trying to order Domino's and, like, they wouldn't... Like, it was really late. And we were just standing up where the cabs are at Boardwalk and we were like, where can we go to eat? A late night drunk meal turns problematic. Yeah. (laughs) Once you get into past 12.31 a.m. I want to say... Anyway, I know it happened. And then there have been times that we've gone off property late to get stuff. Um... But anyway, so there's a little, <laughs> it's called a, 
buffet in the basement of the dolphin called peekaboo um and this peekaboo serves food 24 hours a day oh wow i don't know why we didn't know that and they have not just like pre-packaged like cheese it's like you could order a pizza there. Pizza was good too. The pizza was amazing. It was not Disney it pizza. It was not Disney pizza. It was real <laughs> pizza. And it is top three pizza I've ever had on property. So I guess I think mm. uh Via Napoli might have it beat, but it's right below Via Napoli. It's and this wasn't like drunk and like No, 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 no. This, this is was, like before our flight. This was dinner. Oh, oh, this oh, was dinner oh, on okay. Monday at like five PM. And yeah, the decor is really weird and you do feel like you might be in prison or something, but <laughs> the food was delicious. There is there is no other place that fits that need. If you're like drinking at and at the Swan and Dolphin or if you're late night at the boardwalk or at Epcot, this is and, and you're like, God, I'm so hungry. And that this is the only place that is open 24 hours that I know of. Yep. I will say about the swan, or in, or in this case, the dolphin. Um, we, I, we had been there before. I had stayed with you guys at the dolphin before. But I had never been to their pool before. And I was... Oh, it's so nice. Oh, it's crazy. I was yeah, occasionally no to go down there twice. It reminds me of like a Las Vegas pool. Yes. Yeah, with the grotto. Yes. Yeah. The first time I went there, I was so blown away because you just don't <laughs> even know that it's back there because it's just hidden so well by yeah, the it's two not buildings. On a walking path or right. anything. Well, no. it's just like it, you forget how expansive the area behind the hotels are because for those that have been there, you know, there's that that intersection basically, and to the left is the Swan, and to the right is the Dolphin. If you're coming from the boardwalk. And you just don't even realize, like, I guess, to me, I didn't even think about, like, oh, yeah, there's things behind those towers. <laughs> and it's huge, yeah, it and is. it's beautiful. And there's, like, multiple sections of the, the pool and, like, area. eating areas back there. Like, they have the little... Yeah, I enjoyed bar. I sat at the bar the one day watching baseball. It was wonderful. It reminded me sitting at the Palazzo. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and you're only a mile from Epcot. And you're yeah. like a walk away from Epcot. Yeah, it's awesome. And there is no higher praise than sitting at the Palazzo yeah. pool for me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's... Um, the the only really nice. other like new thing that we did was the uh, Magic of Animation. Is that what it's called? At Hollywood Studios. World of Animation? Of oh, the show. The show. Oh, look it up. 16. Keep talking. Um, so well, 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 since... You guys finished food. We we would be remiss if we didn't include another food place we went to. So um, I forgot about it. We tried STK at Disney Springs. So we got in late Friday evening, and they. So this is one of those things that like we've overlooked and like planning and things like that. So their happy hour is weekdays three thirty to six, which is long, two and a half hours, and then Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 10 p.m. to close, which apparently they close at like 2 a.m. Yeah, they're one of the later ones. So we got there like 11 or so. Um, pretty dead inside. The bar was crowded. So the happy hour specials you can only get at the bar and their high tops. So I, you just ask this, the hostess when you go in there if you want want to do this. So on, on there, I'll just go through it just quick. So they have $2 oysters. I'm not an oyster fan. I don't know if that's a good deal or not. Um, 
Then they have $5 smoked bacon skewers. $5, it's called a little burger and truffle fries. $5 tater tots and $5 chopped uh, Caesar salad. $7 hummus. $7 daily ceviche tostada. And then $8 for a cheddar grit croquette, tuna tartare tacos, shrimp cocktail, and bone-in filet lollipops. Interesting. And all of their... Signature cocktails, specialty cocktails, are half off. Oh, that's so great. they go from sixteen to eight bucks, and then they have like a ten dollar wine special. That's um, legit. Yeah, that's really legit. And this, I was a little afraid because I heard like it's like they they have a DJ and it's like yeah. blasted music. <laughs> There's a DJ. I mean, it wasn't. Holly and I were sitting there convert like we didn't have to scream at each other. Like mm-hmm. could easily have a conversation. Um, and they're just playing like, I don't know, like today's hits. Like today's hits. <laughs> what the kids are listening to. Um, but the drinks are good. I don't want to go through too many of those because they might. I know we have a couple topping yeah. it off. Yeah, you gotta there. save those, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the food, the, the bacon. So these are not big portions. You're not going to go there and like, mm-hmm. you know, walk out of there like, oh, I'm so stuffed. But the smoked bacon skewers were. <laughs> it was like pork belly Mm -hmm. almost like super thick thick, yeah but like just and then they put like a barbecue sauce with like some red pickled onions i think it was right Mm -hmm. um ridiculously good like you get two little pieces for five dollars so like we just ordered a bunch of different plates and just and we're just sharing um the little berg and truffle fries it's just a slider but really really tasty the truffle fries are Really good Parmesan cheese and nice. yeah, um, and then we had the shrimp cocktail. So I was gonna say that's what I would have ordered. Any anybody that knows me knows <laughs> I love my shrimp cocktail. These so you get you're like oh my god this is eight dollars but you get two giant. I mean these things are like <laughs> I said maybe I said maybe a quarter pound each and that's yes like. I literally cut it into like four, each one, like I pulled the tail off and cut it into like four big chunks each. <laughs> I don't know why. And and the nice thing is I love cocktail sauce that is like clear out your sinuses. Yeah. So what they do is they give you a regular um, cocktail sauce. Then they give you a whole other dish of horseradish. Ooh, so, so you can you could your... you could combine it. <laughs> oh man! Like mine was almost white. <laughs> See, I like I really like horseradish. Yeah. Just yeah. Like so, um, this we ordered this. We got four of these total. Like we ordered two because they were just so good. Um, but yeah, don't let the the price scare you or like the port. It was. But I said to, I said to Holly. I said you could have got like two of those. And maybe the bacon skewers, which would have been twenty one, and like that would have been Enough. a pretty a pretty decent meal. Yeah, hmm. you know, and it, it's super quality. I thought, mm-hmm. and the cocktails were really mm-hmm. really good. But we'll save those for another time. So nice. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah the, I mean the happy hour is just the regular menu prices are yeah. they're, they're they're steep. Yeah, they're steep. So to try. I've always it. wanted to go. There. That's like next on my to do list. Yeah, I mean, like, we had two cocktails each and a bunch of appetizers. And came to, you can't use tables with the, with the happy the, hour, yeah. which I understand. Uh, it came at, like, 60 bucks, which okay. isn't that bad. Yeah. No. So. Um, 
Are we? Are, does that conclude our food and drink section Sorry, of actually, our drinks? Does anyone have anything else to? I ate at the, the Tune In Lounge, which is uh. basically just the waiting room for Fifties Prime Time. But I will tell you that it was way too crowded for my taste. However, best bartender in Disney I have ever had. Every time I've either walked by there, or like we ate there couple years ago at the actually 50s prime time it's just like mob of people yeah it is it's a like mob. <laughs> they have no way to contain that waiting room it is just it's a happening bar but um it was like a million degrees that day and i ordered an alcoholic drink at like 11 a.m and i think this bartender was like who lady and he goes you need water <laughs> i was like oh that's always something good you want to hear you go to anaheim produce I didn't. I couldn't even walk that far. It was uh, so hot. It was like it was hot. Oh, I know. I, yeah, we experienced that. <laughs> so, and then this um, this group of like four friends sitting next to me ordered their onion rings, and they looked and smelled so good. And I was like, I need those. And he was like, Great choice. They're the best. So I got an order of onion rings, and they were fabulous like like i would go in there just to get the onion rings again so who would you compare them to like oh um friendlies oh gosh like the real thick like beer batter not like not like the bready batter that has all the little pieces this is like the thick Uh, beer batter that's good stuff like uh, i'm trying to think like maybe uh no, I'll come back to that. Let, uh, let me let me work on that. I feel like I've, I like onion rings somewhere that are just delicious, but they were fabulous. Fabulous. Highly recommend. And if Tony's the bartender there, you are in good hands because he is essentially like Woody Harrelson from Cheers. He wow. reminded me exactly of him. Because I, I guess He goes, I get that a lot. Nice. So, um, but More anyway. of a Sam Malone guy, but you know. Teaches Malone. I'll take Woody. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, so we all uh, in Hollywood Studios. We also did the new projection show. It is the wonderful world of oh, animation. I was close, right? Yeah, <laughs> fabulous. Yeah, it was really uh, good. Unbelievable. Uh, wonderful. I was crying. I, I was also crying. I think it's the best, and I think it's the best projection mapping they've yes. done. Best use of projection mapping they've done in Walt Disney World. I mean, you can make the argument that maybe Disneyland Forever did it a little bit better, but it's very different. And the big thing with this is that they're, they boast that they are showcasing clips from every single Disney animated feature and Disney Pixar film. And what's cool is it really does warrant multiple viewings yeah. because you have, things you have three different uh, areas. You have the, the center left and right uh, the theater. sides of the theater. And at different times, sometimes they're showing all the same film, but a lot of times they're showing different things on the left than they are on the right and center. So depending on where you're looking or where you're standing, you're, you're getting totally different clips. So... Yeah, I would definitely like to do that again. It was it was great. The music, the presentation, the projection mapping looked great. And then you can stay and hang out and do the Star Wars uh, like show. Ten minutes later. Which is also incredible. Yeah, the show, Star Wars show. I, 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 I'm wondering if it's... I think the projectors... Like, previously when we've done these... There's, I've seen these shows. Sometimes I'm like, what is that? Like, <laughs> you know, like... 
if yeah. you're looking at a weird angle on the building or something. But like this was just crystal. like crystal clear. Yeah, it, it was. was like watching on a, like a flat screen. It was just see. So and and what's nice about this is uh, since they're showcasing every single one of the animated features, you get to see some dark horses in there. So like you're seeing like. Emperor's New Groove. You're seeing Rescuers Down Under. You're seeing some meet of these. Meet the Robinsons. Yeah, meet the Robinsons. <laughs> you're seeing some of these things that aren't, you know, celebrated in front and center. These, you know, I don't, I don't know, cult classics, but smaller followings with rabid fan bases. Yeah. I was trying desperately to see Black Cauldron. It, if they're saying every single animated feature is in there, it's got to be in there somewhere. I, I honestly want to go back on YouTube and watch it and check everyone off. I have thought about that now several times that I want to do hmm. that, but then I'm like, that's ridiculous, Catherine. Is it? Is it? I'd love to. Do that tonight. It's going to rain later. Also, <laughs> I was not prepared and, like, I, I just was not prepared for the huge change to the Hollywood studio entrance. Oh, no. Like, that was shocking to me. Like, the bag check and stuff. Like, oh, I was yeah, on such yeah. autopilot, well, and I was like, what? We we started, so we took the we took a bus over there, so we used the new bus loops, walked over, and, like, I started going, like, all the way to the, to the mm-hmm. right, the center, and then I'm like, there's no, ba- like... It took me a while. Like we had to double back because it's <laughs> yeah. diagonal now yeah. to the front entrance. Yeah, yeah. It was it was weird. Yeah, it takes some getting used to. Yeah. We did um, just a little nugget. So we we waited. Uh, we did a Star Tours fast pass and then hung out at baseline before the the, the projection show started at nine. And so we were leaving and just it's dead in there. There was nobody. Yeah. And the bartenders are cleaning up and I was like, I guess. Uh, you only have a couple more months of this before, you know, it's crazy. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, it sounded like Disneyland handled it pretty well. And they're like, yeah, it worked out really well for them. Too bad they're not going to do any of that here. Ooh. So, I'm, and no I think, races, I'm thinking no like, no, slots. yeah. All right. Cause you don't have the look. And these are, the, or... these are like, you, we've seen these guys bartend before. Oh, you know yeah, what Mike. I mean? So, like, yeah. they're. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> From Westchester. So, like, they know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? And, like, I'm like, they're not doing any of that. And he's like, as of right now, no. Like, oh, oh, my man. God. I was like, it's going to be a cluster. <laughs> they're just going like, to yep. drop the rope and let people that's run. That's what in. happened in Pandora. That's what yeah. happened in Pandora. And that's what happened when they did Frozen but, Ever After. But they had such a great experience. Why would you not do something similar to that? I don't. Maybe because all of Disney World is planned to the minute. Yeah. That so you you waited sixty days out for a fast pass. You waited six months out for a dying reservation. You've had this trip booked for three months, but you know what? Now you have to go and pick a time slot for freaking Star Wars, which like this was like a fun new experience for the Disneyland people because they never have to plan anything ahead. Right. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe, it's I mean, like one more one thing. One more thing. The, thing the window, the window for those fat for August 29th is coming up end of June. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna have to probably announce make that if decision they do. if they're doing that yeah. very soon. Yep. But anyway, do you guys have anything else you want to add? No. It was no. hot. It was hot. It was brutally hot. Brutal. Yeah, we really we really took the afternoon break seriously. Thing, yeah, to 
to heart this time. Yeah, and it's usually it's not always that hot around Memorial Day. I mean, usually like July and August, oh, obviously you can count for like a hundred near a hundred degree weather. Sometimes it, I, we've been around this time where it's actually been cool, but like it was it was pushing a hundred nearly every day. I think it was that humid, <clears throat> humid at least. When Sky and I did the trick around the world, that was Ooh. pretty brutal oh, that day. That was a brutal day. <laughs> what band did we see this time? Oh, we saw the Guess Who, right? Yeah, Guess Who. Great. Uh, Phenomenal. That's one of those a bands. Lot. It was a 38 special moment uh, that we were like, they do this? They it's do one of those this? bands you're like, I didn't know they did this. Like, I knew they did American Woman, like, for sure. I was like, locked in. I know they did that. And then they kept playing other songs. And I was like, oh. And they were good. They were very good. And that guy looked young. I couldn't see. I had my back <laughs> turned. And I was drunk. So, I don't face the band. I don't face the band. Anyway, all right. Does anybody have any last call items? Yeah, I have a little one. Um, it's just about the D23 Expo. I just think it's interesting. We don't really have a lot of um, uh, specific news about this, but um, they're combining for the first time the animation and film panels. So in years past, they, they had the lead... As far as the panels that were in the big room, which is the D, is it just called the D23 room? All... The D23 Hall. They had the Legend Ceremony. They have a Parks presentation. They had uh, live action film and animation. So they're combining live action and animation into just film. It's going to be uh, a film presentation. And then in its place of that fourth panel, it's going to be all Disney+. Plus, Which is, it makes sense, but it, it shows you just how much they're really... Uh, focusing, uh, yeah, putting forward uh, with their Disney Plus lineup. I think you're going to get a lot of huge news. They, this is their big push before launch. To yeah, they're they're going to bring out some big names for that. That's going to be a big one. They're going to want to bring out whoever they can to make that panel very exciting. They want this is their big push to ensure that they get as many day one signups as they possibly can, and it's strategically a, a huge move. And yeah, like Catherine said, I feel like that is going to be the panel that you're going to have the biggest surprises and the biggest things that are popping up on the blogs the next day. Yeah, I could see that. You're right. I agree. So yeah, I'm excited about that. That's coming up pretty soon. Yeah. It's about, it's about all she wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, anyone? Negative. All right. Well, that Good leaves up. us with uh, one last thing, and that's uh, cheers. 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 Oh, oh no. <laughs> Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.